What up, Whole Circle Million family? Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend, but it's pouring rain where I'm at right now. Um, also, too, is I want to give you another short clip of the 2K web class behind the scenes of what we talk about, what we discuss about. And I think in this one, we'll talk about deal structures, analyzing the deals, working away, uh, you know, working around deals that doesn't work, or maybe they're running into some issues, things like that. So hopefully this will add some value to your life, your business today. And if you haven't followed me on Instagram, hit me up on IG, go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot, like a period, W-T-M. And uh, on YouTube, it's Wholesale to Millions. Um, leave me a comments if it helps, if you like this kind of stuff. I really, truly uh, hope that it, that it adds some value to your life today. Um, but here it is. Screen on my computer, Tyler. What up, bro? What's up, Kong? Happy Saturday. How's it going? Good, bro. Happy Saturday. How's How's Vegas? It's great. It's cooling down a little bit. A little more windy. Just you know, it's nice. All right, talk to me, bro. What's going on? It, actually, on this call. Um. So right. Okay, I'll just tell you about what happened since the last call. So in total, five contracts. Uh. One fell through. I found a buyer, but at the end he backed out and he forfeited the earnest money, but I gave that to the seller because it was taking a long time. I felt bad for him. So I gave up that contract and I'm really glad you brought up like half of deals fall through because I was feeling kind of, you know, like pretty discouraged after that. And then the second contract, I couldn't find a buyer. So I canceled that one. I think I got it too high. And, uh, I, it's just lessons, bro. Like, you know, I, I think back about those past two and then I'm just like, dude, I learned so much from those transactions, you know? Good. So I got paid. And then I have 300 contract right now. At the time of this call, I have a showing uh, that's going on right now. This one's in Oklahoma. So I, I called up a realtor. He said he would host the showing. So he's over there right now. I'm actually, I was just talking to the buyer just now and uh, he said he'll definitely be, be getting back to me. So we'll see how, how that goes. But, you know, I've just been focusing on, you know, building the pipeline, getting more leads. Uh, I get leads every day and just, you know, it's a numbers game. Other than that, I've hired a VA from uh, Riva. Been training him the past week and it's been going good. I just have him, you know, market the property, put on Facebook, Craigslist, call up potential buyers. Because I'm doing this all, you know, virtual now. It's like a nationwide campaign. So it's easy to find leads, but it's, it's the challenge to find the right buyer. So I have him doing a lot of that work now. Gotcha. Okay. Good, man. Good. <clears throat> okay. So now here's my, okay. So now, so Tyler, now you're just not, so now you're just not in your market. You're just, you're, you're just popping up everywhere. I get a bunch of leads, bro. Cause it's so much, it's, it's cheap. It's a cost per leads like 15 bucks. Okay. So what are you doing right now for leads? Uh, Google ads. Okay. Google ads. That's it. Yep, just Google Ads. You're 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 not doing a anything else. Nope. You don't do okay. And how much are you spending on that? Like fifteen to tw uh, two thousand a month. Fifteen hundred to two thousand bucks a month. Yep, I get okay. like three to five leads a day, and they're hot. Three to five leads a day. Okay. Got you, bro. Okay. Now here's my next one is that on the um on the contract that you the buyer backed out. Yeah. He said um he originally walked to the property, but after going, you know, 
uh, signing the assignment contract and you know, opening up escrow, he's been going back and forth to the property to inspect it and kind of plan out what he's going to do. And yeah, he, he got a little scared. He got cold feet. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. <laughs> and uh, bro, and uh, dude, it happens to me before, bro. I hope that you won't make that mistake again, dude. <laughs> so now, how much was that uh, wholesale deal for? That's five grand. Okay. Yeah, man. So once the once the buy is ready to go, dude, doesn't matter. Like, like, just like tell them that, hey, but do not say it's used. I would say something like this, bro. Like, let's just say the buyers drop off the deposit ready to go, and they're like, hey, I already drop off the non-refundable deposit. I don't know what's the matter if I can't go on the property. Well, I'm sorry, Tyler. I really want to, like, it doesn't matter to us if you go in the property. We just already told the seller that we don't need to go in there anymore and that we're ready to go to close, and they said that they don't want us in there until after the day of closing. So I'm sorry. You know, we told the seller that we've done our inspection, we've done everything already, that, that right now, they just need to wait until the closing date. So I put it on the seller. So now okay. it's the seller, not me. Because a lot of times what it is, is you say, well, you can go back in. And they'll be like, well, what is Tyler hiding? You know what I mean? Like, we're not hiding anything. You already went out there. You already did everything you can. So when you put that on the seller, guess what, bro? It's not on you, but it's on the seller. Now what are they going to do? Okay? okay? Not. After they're done, dude, do not let them go back in again. Okay? okay? Unless it's a large amount. And you'll be like, yeah, you know what? My now let me add one more thing I want to add, Tyler. To me, bro, if the assignment is only five thousand or ten thousand, I normally if it's only five or ten, I normally tell them to drop off the whole thing, bro. Normally, I if your buyer works with that, because I because you know that's what I I would do. So now if they back up you, they want to go in there. Fine, go in there. If they back up you, at least get get your whole thing. Now my next question, okay. So the next thing, bro, is that you let okay so you so it took a long time for you decided to give the earnest to uh the seller i respect that that's something i would do as, as well yeah. now here's what you would do bro because it seems like you found a buyer which means the deal you know, which mean like this this is the deal but he just got cold feet i'm sure that some other buyer will buy it to me that this 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 is the deal here before i and let me ask you this before I actually jump to conclusion is that did you ask the seller to, to, to extend the contract? So what actually happened, um, oh. it was like two weeks into the contract. I couldn't find a buyer at the price. Uh -huh. And so I let her know, like, you know, we work with investors all over the nation and, uh -huh. you know, we can reach out to them, see if someone might be interested in this property. Uh -huh. She said, sure. I was originally locked up for 40 and then I went to the buyer and I said, what would you buy this property for? And he said, probably 40 grand. Like, so I went back to the original, to the seller. And I said, look, we can make the numbers work for 35. And she said, okay, I'm taking a loss because she paid 40 for the house, but she just wanted to sell it. Sure. So she accepted it. So I, you know, did the addendum, changed the purchase price, opened escrow. And then later on, that's when the buyer comes back and he says, I, you know, after looking more into the property and when he accepted 40 grand, I said, look, do you need to do any more inspections, anything, or are you good to go? I said, I'm good to go. I'm ready to put down 5,000 earnest money. So he put it down and then, you know, in the closing process, he got cold feet and he said, sure. looking at, at how much work this property really needs, it's probably like 
20, 20 grand. <laughs> and at that point I was, I was in a tough spot and the seller, the seller was mad at me because she found out too that, um, you know, he wasn't an actual like contractor inspector. He was like an investor. Uh-huh. So she was mad at me and kind of like threatening to sue and stuff. And I was like, you know what, just take the earnest money. You're $5,000 better than before. And I just want to be done with it. I see, bro. Okay. So, okay. <clears throat> so let me see here, man. So based, so you, so, so you did get the buy to drop off 5,000. Yeah, I did. Oh, player. Good, man. See that? I come to conclusion before I ask you, I should ask you first. So that's good, man. And you gave the seller the whole five. Yeah, I did. What was your, what was your earnest money with the seller? The earnest money was 5,000. Oh, no, with the seller, it was $1. <laughs> okay, bro. Like, okay, man. Let me tell you this, dude. Like, in the contract, in the contract, it protects us all the way to the day of closing. Like, I, like I'm just thinking that 5000 all, all to the seller is probably too much, bro. Mm-hmm. Normally, the earnest money is like 1% of the purchase price. Like, even 1000 bucks, she would be happy. At least you get your time paid, bro right now let me tell you one more thing that's throughout this tyler i know that she's like hey trying to all this uh raising the dude listen bro if they can't even afford the house bro they're not gonna even afford an attorney you think an attorney would do it for free i get i get i get people on the sellers they say that all the time i said do it oh yeah i'm gonna sue you i'm gonna sue you i'm gonna sue you dude they're only trying to scare you bro in the contract and we have seller that that has family that's attorney take the contract to the attorney review it they review the con there's nothing that they can do the worst case bro the worst worst case is you lose the earnest money that's it like the worst case everything blow up dude even if the property is listed on the mls at the day of closing boom you just back down you don't want to sell no more or you don't want to buy no more dude you just lose your earnest like you just lose your earnest money that's it they cannot sue you. They cannot come after you. Seller's going to say that. Seller's going to try to scare you. They, they, they're like, yeah, that, they're going to try to scare. They're going to try to bluff you. There's nothing they can do. If they can't afford even a house, more, or pay whatever it is, bro, that they cannot, dude. Like, like they cannot. Okay. Okay, so how, don't worry about it, dude. As long as your contract is good, bro, don't worry, bro. How much do you usually put for earnest money for the, with uh, for the us, seller? For us, 250 bucks. 250 okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, because yeah, I was reading through the contract and I'm like, you know, this has a lot of protection legally and I'm reading it and it's like, yeah, yeah sure, I'll forfeit the earnest money. But yep. then again, I only put $1, so I, I didn't want, it just would not have turned out well. So I just gave it to her and I was like, sure. lesson learned. I understand, bro. So yeah, man. So, but, but this just, so just for uh, the future, Tyler, whatever it is that is agreed, man, $1, five, whatever it is agreed, dude. Okay, and, and and you just that's it, one dollar. Okay. That's all she's gonna get from this. And okay. I understand, you know, you take her time and things like that. Like I said, like giving her one thousand, that'll probably be like, okay, you know what? You can have your attorney review the agreement. I just want you to know that in our agreement, it said it all right there. Okay. Okay, so and then I promise you, man, they're gonna come back. And then I, I understand you take her time. I think a thousand bucks or whatever should be good. Uh, at least you get to keep four. You know, they all. What have- do you say? What do you say if the deal falls through at the end to the seller? Like, what if the buyer backs out? What would you say? I said, Tyler, I'm so sorry. So obviously, I never think I, I never say it's me. I say, Tyler, I'm so sorry. 
So what happened here is that one of my partner uh, or one of our partners has some family things that came up in their life. Unfortunately thing, right now it's, it's it caused a big, really big drama in our company right now. And they're going through some family thing. And right now they're just, it's just not mentally, not cannot afford, that doesn't have the fun, doesn't want to move forward to this. And it caused a really big drama. You know, so with, without, without, the, without the partner wanting to move forward, you know, we, we, we just can't. We, we, we still want to buy, we still want to buy the property, but now we just need to find another partner to, to come into a replacement. Okay. And when I, okay. When, and when you pitch it, there's something, there's a family issue that came up. I'm sorry that the people were like, okay, I understand. And at that time, they either will say, hey, we still like, look, Tyler, we still want to move forward. Our company still want to move forward to buy it. Unfortunately, we have to find another partners onto this deal. And I even sometimes, you know, I even sometimes said that our partners actually going on this deal is actually the contractors. So now he's not willing to come in and do the work because he got some of the family issue that, that he's handling. Okay. So now we have to go and find a whole new contractor, the GCs to work with. Because people understand that, hey, I put, we put up the money. We need to find a contractor to actually do this. But, you know, now it's falling apart and it's making a really big, big, big deal here in our company. And uh, hopefully you can be able to give us more time. And typically, this is what I do, dude. You know, and uh, we apologize that we understand all this happened. It's, it's not your fault or anything like that. We love, you know, we love to continue the process to keep you. How about this, Tyler? We will, we will release um, a five hundred dollars or a thousand bucks to you, like non-refundable. This goes to you. So whether what happened is you get to keep this thousand dollars. That's what I would say. Or I would even if that doesn't do it, dude. I would even say, yo, you, well, we agreed on 35. So here's what, here's what we, here's what we can do, Tyler. If you, if you're willing to work with us, is why don't, uh, why don't we, why don't we get, why don't we release a thousand dollars to you? But so that's on top of the 35. So now we're actually buying the property for 36. But we're gonna release a thousand dollars to you and keeping the 35 maintained. So which means we're giving you an extra thousand dollars just if you can just work with us you know, and give us another two weeks or another three weeks, whatever it is to get this done. And, um, you know, Tyler, our, our company, we have spent so much money already in this transaction. We pay okay. for all the title, we pay for all the company thing. We really want to make this work. Like I, we did not plan for this to happen. That's something I would say, bro. Okay. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, man. Um, any other question, Tyler? Uh, no, other than that, I just wanted to tell Keith that, you know, I recommend three line dialers. Like it literally just helps me just burn the list and get through the numbers. But other than that, yeah, I, it's going good. It's just kind of growing pains that I have right now. And, you know, I love it. What's gotcha. the name of your dialer? Yeah, I said, uh, you know, I use three line dialers. Like I, I used Mojo okay. and I, I got the three line and that literally helped me call so many more people. And because, you know, if you do single line, you'll hit a lot of voicemails and, It'll just take yeah. up so much of your time. Yeah. So okay. With three lines, you'll just like hit end, and then the next one's already like picking up. All right. And Tyler, and Tyler, you're doing you're doing all the cold calling. You're talking, filtering. You're doing all that. I I talk to the sellers, and I have my VA market the properties, and okay, that's it. Yeah. Got you, man. Okay. So okay, so you 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 maintain talking to uh the seller. Yeah. 
because my English is my English is good. I know how to use the script and negotiate. Right. Yeah. Actually, yeah. On, on this call, I was actually I picked up a I picked up a lead and I used your uh, script. <laughs> good, Tyler. So, okay, man. Uh, so, so right now I know that you do a lot of Google, uh, Tyler. If I were you, like eventually, if you grow and increase, dude, I would really look into Lead Sharper for text messaging. I know okay. that a lot of the CG member got really great result from it, and so are we. Um, so that's something you can do. But if you if you're gonna increase that and you're cold calling, you might want to hire a VA to um, you know just ask you grow probably a VA to to, to answer all the text messages because dude, mm -hmm. it's gonna get crazy. Okay. Yeah, I saw you posted something about your marketing last month with Lead Sherpa, and it was yeah. like so cheap. Dude, it's like now it's like only twenty five thousand. We used to spend like forty Gs. Nice. And we're getting like all we're getting the same amount of deals that that nice. are coming in, and the response rate for us is great. Cool. I'll definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, man. So check that out. Um, but uh, but but any other? Oh, another thing, Tyler. Here's what I want to share with you too, is dude. It's saying, hey, use this too, and it works. I say, hey, um, for example, all the way to the day of closing. My CEO, my partners, what it is, just got in a major accident. It's like, like just, just, you know, we just got to come up with something. As mm -hmm. long as the seller gets their money, you know, as long as we're not doing them wrong in that part, deal happens and we just need to buy more time. And that's what I, um, something that's what I would say too, bro. Okay. Um, any other thing, man? No, thanks, Kong. Appreciate yeah, it. No problem. No problem. Okay, so um, as everyone is joined on, I want to ask is who else on like anybody on here that's on a rush that needs to go to like uh, a job or appointment, whatever it is. Okay, Ross, you're next. Ross, how's it going? Okay, so <laughs> I don't have anything under contract yet, but um, I think maybe a couple of meetings ago, I was saying I was working with a guy who's out of state. So I'm still talking with him and next week, hopefully he's coming down cause he's almost 80 and um, he's, he's cleaned out the house and he's coming down next week, the last trip and, and he'll be ready to sign the contract. So the ARV is 145 and figured 40 K in repairs. And I got the contract for 48,000. So, so, so the seller's gonna come. Yes. And sign the contract. Yes. So the seller's gonna come and meet you. Yes. He doesn't have. He doesn't have a computer. He's almost eighty years old. He doesn't have a computer. He lives out of state. It's his sister's house that he's selling. So he's coming down. He's been coming to clean it out. So next week he's coming to make the last trip. Okay. And um, I, I'm going to meet him there. Gotcha. So um, I think so. Okay. So in, in the future, I'm, uh, well, let me ask you this before. So okay. Ross, did you, did you offer to say, hey, we can overnight the contract to you? Oh, no, I didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, Ross, like, like we don't want, like, we don't want to leave any room, man. We don't want to leave any room for, okay. any, for, for anything to pop up. Until the contract is signed, it's like you really don't have anything. So I would say, 
No problem. I understand you don't have email, um, Ross. What if what if we overnight and snail mail it to you? We overnight it to you. You can review it, and then in there we'll have a, an envelope where you can where you're done with it. You slip it in, and then uh, 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 like it'll send it back right us right back to us. So you want to okay. overnight it overnight it to them. Okay. Right. And then yep. and then and then have an envelope in there where they can just send it back to you. Okay. So let me do, okay, so it needs 40 in repair. So 145 minus 30%. So that's 3% at 100. Let's just say that and 40K. Okay, so you got it at 48. Okay, if, if everything makes sense, Ross, the number seems to look good. So if I take 60 minus 48, that's a potential, potential 12K wholesale, if the number makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's, what's your question, Ross? Um, so he's his sister's power of attorney. So how I am assuming I will need a original copy of that documentation, right? And so, he's signing and he's signing for her and I'm not sure how's the legal way for him to sign for her. Got it. So Ross, great question. Great question. So here's what you do. So in there, it will be purchase and sell agreement. You will put in um, whoever it is, which is uh, his sister's. His name, seller, should be his sister's name and his name, and then quote, quotation, power of attorney, P-O-A, but, but spell it out, power of attorney. Okay. And then, so when he signs it, he'll sign his name, and then he got to put P-O-A, power of attorney. Okay, so he, so still put his sister, oh, so you put his sister's name and his name as sellers, and his Correct. has power of attorney, okay. Yep, that is correct. So you put that on the purchase sale agreement, and then when he signs, he needs to sign his name, and then say, and then quote, and then POA, power of attorney. Okay. Yep, and then and then don't worry about anything else, Ross. Don't worry about all the paperwork. Like, don't worry about anything else. Get the contract signed. Send it once you send it into your your title company. They will be the one that's going to deal with all getting all the paperwork from the seller. Okay, so I'm in an attorney state. Uh huh. So once I get the contract, I'll sign. What 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 do I? Who delivers it to where? This is what I don't understand. What happens next? Gotcha, Ross. So do you have a do do you have uh, an attorney already? So I did uh, ask around. I have the names of a couple of attorneys that um, work with investors. What what state or city? What state are you in? Connecticut. Okay, Connecticut. I don't. I don't know if I have any CG member in Connecticut. Okay. Okay. But you do, okay. You do have a couple attorneys. Yeah. I mean, I've, I just got these attorneys. I don't know anything about them. So if you do have any recommendations, I'd appreciate it. You got it. So here's what you need to do, Ross, is that you need to call that attorney up and then you need to ask, um, you need to call that. Okay. Whoever gave you the referral, um, ask them if they, if the attorney has already, close their wholesale, like successfully close a wholesale transaction before. Okay. If they have, you just call them up and they say, hey, um, my name is Ross. My partner and I, you know, we got a purchase sale agreement with this. Just wanted to know if you also, just wanted to know from you, Ross, is that do you do, um, do you do assignments? Mm -hmm. Like, do you do assignment? Do you do double closing? Like, are you familiar with that? Okay. And if they, if they say they do, which is the referral you got, which is great. So what you do now, Ross, is once you get a purchase sale agreement signed with you and the seller, you will email. You don't have to drive it down to the attorney. Get, get the attorney email 
and then email it over to them to copy. All right, scan it, email it over to them, and then just just tell them, hey, here's the purchase and show agreement. Would like to get escrow open. That's it. That's all you do, Ross. From that moment on, the the title company do their thing. You now go find your buyers. Okay, so does the seller have to give? So he doesn't have an attorney. So does he? What's so yeah, nothing. So, okay. so the thing is, Ross. So so the seller works with your attorney. Okay. Right. Your attorney mm -hmm. will your attorney will contact the seller when time okay. needed, and whatever Got they it. needed, they're gonna contact the seller. And if they can't okay. get it from the seller, they're gonna contact you to help them get whatever they need. Okay, yep. so then my next question is when I find a buyer and I have an assignment contract, then what happens with that? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so after you find a buyer, <clears throat> after you find a buyer, Ross, you now drop an assignment agreement, which you already have. And then once everybody signs, you send that assignment agreement into that same attorney okay. that, has, that holds the purchase sale with the seller. And you must tell the buyer that they need to drop off a non-refundable deposit and typically Ross I like them to do the same day if not the next day okay and it has to be a cashier check or they can wire in the funds if they decided to wire in the money then you tell the attorney hey the uh, my, my buyer is wants to wire in the deposit can you send them the wire instruction okay got it uh, okay Next so question. what? So what should I? Um, what should my asking price for this be? Sixty. Six sixty. Yep. Okay. All right. So, so to me, I mean, that's what I. I it seems like it works out. If I say one forty-five minus thirty percent. Now let me ask you this, Ross. Is how it like your market? Is it? Is it? Now the property, is it in an A, B, C, like what kind of neighborhood it's in? So it's like a B or C. It doesn't need like all the granite. It doesn't need all that. So it's like an average neighborhood, but it's a good neighbor. I'd say a B, B or C. Okay, hold on a second. So it's a B or C, okay. So, okay, how many bedroom and bathroom? Um, it is four bedrooms, one and a half baths. How do you, how do you arrive at the 40K for rehab? So we talked about this on one of the Zoom meetings, and that's how I came up with the 40K okay, for rehab. Good. Yep. So if I were you, Ross, if I were you, Ross, I would send this. Um, let me see here. You know what? If I were you, let's send it out for 65 and see what happens. Okay. Send it out for 65. Okay. Now, how long? How how long are you uh, gonna get the contract under uh, for her? Like, what's what? So I was planning to get it for like 30 to 45 days. 45 days. 45? Yes. Okay. 45 days and then send it out for 65. After, after you send it out for 65 for one week, if you don't see no traction, like no traction period, then reduce it to 60. Okay. But, but if it start getting traction and if you cannot sell it in two weeks, then in two weeks, you need to drop it down to 60. And so contingency, so so over, so after that, just every week, if you need to, to lower the price, lower the price. But if you send out for the first week, no traction the first week, then it needs to be dropped right away to, to, to 60. In okay. two weeks, now if, if the first week have traction, then wait for two weeks, then drop it down to 65. 
I mean 60, I'm sorry. 60. Yeah, 60, okay. Any other question, Ross? Um, yes, I have another um, property that um, I'm working with the seller with. It has an ARV of 230 and she, it's vacant. Um, she left, her husband died, so she moved out of state, so it's empty right now. She, but the problem is she owes $130,000 like uh, home equity loan. That's fine. She's, she's willing to take the 130 what she owes, so she can walk away with it. So I was thinking I could try to offer a 20% discount and pay her the 130 and then I could make like a $5,000 assignment fee on it instead of 30%. Okay, gotcha, okay, so, okay. What is the rehab, estimated so, rehab? So she tells me the estimated rehab is 50K. How many bedroom and bathroom? So it's three bedrooms, two bathrooms. Square footage? Uh, 1,300 square feet. Does it need granite countertop, stainless steel appliances, all that? Um, I would say yes. Yeah, so to me, yeah, it's probably, it's, it's probably around, it's pro, okay, does it need, does it need new electrical and new plumbing? No. Does not need new electrical, new plumbing? No. Okay, so 50 is probably too high. So it probably needs new paint, does it need new yeah. windows? Uh, she said the windows were fine. Is she it said vinyl? the windows were good. No, 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 oh. I want to know. I want to know, is, is the window, is it vinyl? Is it new window? Is it an updated one? Is it the vinyl? Uh, no, it's going to need windows. Okay, It'll need so windows. Gotcha. So it, it needs paint? Does it need siding? No, it has, it's siding. It's aluminum siding. Okay. So, okay. So it probably needs, okay, new paint, new window, interior paint, new flooring, new kitchen, new bathroom updates. It's the roof good? The, the roof needs to be re repaired, re replaced. The roof needs to be replaced. Okay, so let me see. So roof is going to be 10k, 30k. Okay, so I'm thinking. I'm thinking my my estimate, Russian Ross, based on my experience, I'm thinking this is probably granite countertop. All this is probably a 40k, not a 50k rehab. My estimate. Okay. 50k is if electrical and plumbing needs to be updated. So the only thing it's a raised ranch. And the bottom part is um, has only sheetrock, so it's not fully finished. Okay. So I don't know if that would add up to fifty k to get that finished. Okay. So okay. So the so so the bottom is also so the bottom so the bottom equal to the thirteen hundred square feet, including the bottom, right? Correct. So the bottom is a bit so. All the bedrooms on the, so how many the bedrooms? Top. There's three bedrooms on the top floor, but you know how a raised ranch is structured? You know, you, when you walk in, you go up a flight of stairs and then you go down. It's like the, like, yeah, like a split level. Yeah. I got you. So it's a split level. But the level. living area is all on the first floor. On the top oh. floor, I mean. Right. Okay. So hold on a second. So, so all the bedroom, all the bathrooms, the kitchen is on the main floor. Correct. The bottom is what? Just a family room? Well, the bottom has a half bath and it has a fireplace down there as well. So uh, it would be, yeah, so it would be like a family room, I guess.
Gotcha. So have a half bath, a family room. And uh, okay, so it's just sheet rocks right now. Just, just so, so it needs to be sheet rocks. No, the sheet rock is up. It's, it's framed out and sheet rock, she said. So the okay. sheet rock is already there. So it just needs to be paint and, and probably throw down a uh, carpet. Of, of floor, yes. Okay. Um, let me think here. The bottom and the top space is 1,300 square feet together. Correct. Okay. Yep. I'm thinking it's probably just 40, Ross. Okay. Yep. Probably just right. 40. So, um, okay. So have you looked, have you locked it up yet? Uh, no, we have just been talking because she wanted to make sure she's got to call the bank and I'm supposed to talk to her on Monday because she wanted to make sure that the figure she gave me with the uh, mortgage, the second, whatever equity loan is correct. Yep. So I'm going to be talking to her on Monday. Gotcha. So all she owes is 130, correct? Yes. Okay. For, for right now, that's what she knows. All she owes is 130. Mm -hmm. The neighborhood, B, C, D, F, A, what is it? Oh, it's a it's an A neighborhood. A neighborhood. Yeah, it's very it's a very nice. It's on two acres. It has a two oh, acre. Um, so okay, so Ross, if we do good, so if we do two thirty minus twenty percent, that puts us one eighty four minus forty um, k. So that puts you at one forty four. So if it's an A neighborhood, yes, I think maybe maybe do the twenty percent because maybe someone just want to go in there. Maybe just clean it up a little bit, and and maybe they could keep it as a rental. What? How how much can we rent this property out for? Um, I looked, and it was around sixteen hundred. Okay. Now, Ross, in your in your market, does people buy rental property at a one percent rule? That that I don't know. Got it. Got it. So, Ross. Yes, so Monday, if she owes 130 or even 135, lock it up in the contract because it's, if it's in a good area, uh, a neighborhood, I think that you could um, send it out for 144. That's at okay. a 20% 20, 20 discount. Okay. Any other question, Ross? Uh, yeah, I just have one more question. Absolutely, no. Um, no so I have another property that I found, but it's, it's like a six unit building, okay. apartment building. And it was, um, so it was fire damage and I have no idea like what to offer. Okay. Easy. What's the eight? Six unit. Okay. How many bedroom and bathroom per unit? So there are two, three bedrooms, two, two bedrooms and two, one bedrooms. So that's a total of six. So okay. there's two, three bedroom apartments. Got okay. So okay, let's let's go. Okay, what's the asking price? Um, he he told me he doesn't know. He doesn't even know. He didn't know what he wanted to get for it. What's the ARV? So the ARV was two eighty nine. Okay. Um, what do you think? What do you think we can get in total rent? So he was getting a thousand for the three bedrooms 900 for the two bedrooms and 800 for the one bedrooms so what's the total so the total is let's see 2000 and then he has 900 plus 1800 plus 1600 
um, like 5,400 a month. Hmm. Okay. 5,400. Hmm. Yeah. The ARV, the ARV, the ARV kind of confused me, but anyways, uh, what do you think the rehab would be? That I really, I don't know, 